Hello, this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottage car life. Today, we're going to fulfill the promise of the rose chicken episode. So listen up, because we're only going to give it once. I have served this. It comes out pretty well. I think you'll like it. So open up your big book of stuff, because today we're doing it. We're really doing it. Turn to the section on chicken recipes, because today you finally get my rose chicken recipe. Now, it's not just roses, though. It's kind of tongue-in-cheek, because it is a rose chicken, but it's not just roses. It also has rosemary. Get it? Rose, rosemary, roses. Oh, come on, it wasn't that bad. And what better way to start off a show than with a mom joke? So... Open up that big book of stuff and let's get started. And tie on your apron. This is going to get a little messy. So cut up your chicken however you'd like. And just for those who sometimes throw this part away, there are different ways to cut up a chicken. As I want to point that out. Some people cut the chicken up into eight pieces. That's two wings, two legs, two thighs, two breasts. But you don't have to cut it up that way. You can chop those breasts in half. That will give you 10 pieces. And you can also cut it in such a way that you have a center breast and a little bit larger of chicken wings. You can also cut it up in such a way that you preserve the back. Yes, some of us eat chicken back. I am not ashamed. Also, if you are one of those people who eats chicken feet, you can add the feet. I used to have it when I was younger. I don't eat it now. It's very glutinous um, if you're in a soup, but it is good for you. So if you have someone who likes the chicken feet, throw the chicken feet in. Just make sure to cut off the nails. Just a warning, I want to let you know that this recipe is based on fresh ingredients. If you do not have the fresh versions of the ingredients, you can use the dry ingredients, like the dried ones like in the, the kitchen seasoning aisle at your local grocery store, or the dehydrated ones in your own house. But I do want to warn you, I want to caution you. If you use dried ingredients, the measurements will change because dried ingredients are a little bit stronger in the proportions because they're broken down. So a half of a cup of rosemary that's fresh or a quarter cup is gonna hit differently as they say in, in um, my daughter's generation. It's going to have a different impact than a half a cup of dried rosemary, which would be absolutely overpowering compared to the fresh rosemary. You see what I mean? So. Keep that in mind that you will need to adjust your measurements accordingly. Adjust down, not up, if you're using dried ingredients. Okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take all of our herbs and make sure that we're using one, we're using one chicken, by the way. One whole uh, medium-sized chicken. You could use a capon, but it won't taste the same. If you do not know what a capon is, it's a rooster. It's the boy bird. All right, so. 
take this chicken and you've, you've got it, you've, you know, cut it up, you've rinsed it down, you know, you wash your chicken. Listen, I'm not going to go there with you. I wash my chicken. It's not about, oh, how are you washing it? It's still going to be unsanitary. Here's the thing. I do it because I grew up, I was raised by older people. I have two sets of parents and my older people, my older parents, my mom and my daddy, we wash our chicken. Why? Because it's not just about, oh, you think the chicken's dirty? Bone dust. Sometimes there's bone dust and bone chips that are like stuck to the surface of the chicken or any other animal that has been slaughtered. So that's what I'm washing off. So don't come for me. Okay, so once we've got that all going on, you're going to need about a quarter to a half a cup of everything. Why am I varying it? I'm varying it because some people like a lot of flavor and some people just like a little flavor. So you know what you like. I personally would say a half cup of each thing, but it's up to you. Remember, I'm using fresh herbs. Keep that in mind. So. If you're using cilantro though, chop everything up. If you're using rosemary, chop it up a little bit. Just chop everything up. Just, that's a good rule, just chop it all up. The fresh mustard leaves, if you don't have that and you're using mustard seeds, uh, grind up about a teaspoon and grind them up. You can substitute guinea pepper if you want. It's up to you. Um, what, once you get all that going, it'll be a different taste though. Just warning you. But once you've got all that going, mix it up very well, and then put a little oil in there. Not enough to float everything, but just a little oil so that all of the oil herbs are moistened. Moist. I don't know why people don't like that word. Now, coat each of the pieces with the mixture. And if you're not sure you can do it equally, then put everything in a bag or into a bowl and pour everything in and then just coat it. Just, just roll those chicken pieces around. Once you've got everything seasoned, you're going to get a small dish or a plate with sides or a shallow bowl and put in some flour or some cornstarch if you want it to have a single coating. But I prefer to mix a little cornstarch and flour together about two parts cornstarch, one part flour, because it gives a lighter and crispier kind of uh, coating. If you want, you can sift in some baking soda, but be careful, otherwise your, your coating will crack apart. So just put the tiniest bit, but it makes it a little bit more crisp. And then dredge your chicken through your flour. Just dredge it through. If you don't know what it means to dredge, that's to pull it through from one side of the plate to the other in the flour turn it over, do the same thing, and shake it off. You're going to do this, and that's one way to coat it. Another way to coat it is to put it in a reusable bag and shake it up inside of that same flour mixture until all the pieces are coated. Now, once you've got that going, have your cooking oil beginning to heat. cooking oil should be at least two inches deep at the minimum. Three or four inches is better. And you're going to pan fry 
all of this chicken on a mid or medium heat. Not super high or you'll burn it. Trust me, you don't want this burned. Make sure you give yourself a good 20 to 30 minutes for the chicken. If your pan is small, you'll have to do it in two batches, so time yourself accordingly. Once it's done, give yourself a good cucumber sauce to dip it in, add some fresh roses to it, and there you have it, rose chicken. Now I know you probably thought it was gonna be just roses. Nah, it tastes better this way if you mix it all together. If you really wanna go all out, mix in some black garlic and you, you've got yourself a party. All right. I hope you enjoy this. I love sharing cooking recipes with my friends and we're friends, right? Just so you know, if you make yourself a nice rose petal and Johnny Jump Up petal salad on the side with some spring peas, it's really good. Okay, I'll see you next time here on my Magical Cottage Core Life. And you finally got my rose chicken. Before we finish up this episode, I wanted to add an alternate dip, and I like it, but not everybody has it, because some of you don't make herbal honeys, and that's not a judgment. I never judge my friends. It's just an aside, but if you make yourself a really good rose honey, you can add a really wonderful honey glaze to your chicken after it's already cooked. I just wanted to add that. So if you have rose honey at home, mix that together with a barbecue sauce or by itself and some butter. Warm it up, don't fry it. And it's just a little extra from me to you. Now for real, I'll see you next time.